Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast from the team who bring you the most honest, trustworthy and impartial reviews online. Featuring interviews with the hottest independent designers, as well as some of the biggest brands in the world of lingerie. Ever wondered what it takes to launch a new lingerie brand? We get inside tips and advice from the founders of brands we all love to wear, and maybe a few you've yet to discover. We've reviewed over 500 brands on our website, and on this podcast, we like to find out more about the people behind the labels. Welcome back, everybody, to part two of my Lingerie Lowdown podcast with Posey. So we talked so much last time about her wonderful brand, and we talked about all the lingerie that she does and how she comes to create that. We've got lots more to continue on with, and so I'll be welcoming back Posey again. So hi, Posey. Welcome to part two. Hello. So when you do um, the the designs and when you kind of like come out with your collections, um, are you following like seasons or is it just like you do an amount and then when you feel inspired, you might do a new collection or do you, do you try to like stick with seasons through the year, even if you don't match them in the same way that like fashion trends match or tell me more about that? Yeah, so I guess because I'm doing everything on my own as much as I would like to do it seasonally. It, it just you know when I do stuff that's just like the flow that I have to go with I can't you know I don't have a team to help me mm. um so I always have in mind a season mm-hmm. um but also I think the pieces I try and design so that they are seasonless so yeah. they work in both seasons because you know that's important to me to not to not really follow seasons or trends and I definitely don't follow trends you know I have people try and sell me kind of like trend prediction things and I'm like I don't need that because you know these aren't trend driven these are just I want people to have like hopefully have them a lifetime yeah yeah hopefully you know that I think that's the thing with luxury as well you know they that's what they're meant to be for lasting the test of time kind of thing so yeah, absolutely. Um, interesting about you saying about not following trends, because like I said, that kind of idea about the bohemian woman um, yeah. living in a van. Right? <laughs> Did I hear that right? Tell me yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. I've just always wanted to live in a van um, ever since I was like a young teen. And it's just been one of my biggest like goals in life. So um during the pandemic we went and bought the van and my boyfriend basically converted it all by himself mm-hmm. and um yeah after the pandemic was over we were like right let's get in the van and go oh wow how does that work then do you where do you because I've considered this too like I said we, we come from similar places and also I don't know what it's like in Glastonbury, but where I live, the town is ridiculous for like affordability of housing. And I ha- it's gone through my mind as well. Of, like, do I just do that? I would quite like that. I don't know how I would do my reviews, though. I don't know how I do them. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fine in the summer. Like I could stand outside the van, but I'm not sure about being in my knickers like outside a van in the winter. <laughs> um, but, but I have considered like how cool it could be. Um, but where do you like what do you do when you sleep? Do you go like where do you park it? Like how do you work with that? Um, well, we just, we have like, so we're in the same kind of area 
at the moment mm-hmm. um so we have just certain certain places that we know that we can stay yeah. um but yesterday I heard you say it as well you booked your um euro tunnel I know I, my first euro star ever I'm very excited I booked mine yesterday oh, where are you going <laughs> so next January we're, we're going for three months so we're going to France Spain and Portugal Ooh. so that will be the true tester of um if I can run the business on the road yeah (laughs) oh my goodness oh wow that'd be amazing though yeah tell me about like the trip and do you think that there might be some inspiration maybe in designs from traveling uh yeah that's what I'm hoping I'm hoping that you know I can get on with the more creative side when at the moment I get bogged down with like kind of like the sewing and um you know the kind of day-to-day packing orders and stuff so yeah I'm hoping that when I'm on the road and I'm not doing those things anymore that I can get on with the creative stuff and making content and because that's the bit that I love like I love the marketing and um yeah like there's a few people that have already like spoken to me that live in different countries that are like oh should we do a collaboration while we're whilst we're out there so I think I think that will be the the fun thing and I think that's where I can really show what I want my brand to look like mm. you know it is it is that free-spirited thing it is like traveling and yeah it's all part of the brand I guess mm-hmm. um just thinking about people being interested in trying some posy stuff so have you ever sort of sold in shops at all because I think for me sometimes when I'm thinking about spending quite a significant amount of money I'm like making an investment um I worry about maybe buying stuff and returning or sizing um so I try and see if I can go to a store and like try it on there so then I've kind of like got it in my hand I know how it fits so are you only online or have you ever been in store have you got any plans to do that and and how does it work if someone was going to try Posey for the first time um sort of how would they kind of do all of that yeah so I do have a few stores um that carry my stuff but unfortunately I don't have any in the UK that aren't like I've got a few but they're all online Mm -hmm. um but I just sent some stuff to the Netherlands so they launched that um this week and I've got exciting yeah I've got a store in Canada um Obviously, so I launched the business at the end of 2019. So it was literally a few months and then the pandemic hit. Of course, yeah, yeah. And my plan was always to go to a trade show Mm -hmm. and try and sell to, you know, shops all around the world. And then the trade shows were obviously cancelled. Yeah. Um, So the business didn't get off to the start that I'd kind of hoped that it would. Yeah, who um, could imagine that though as well, that whole yeah. experience for businesses, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And now we're heading into a recession as well. So that's another thing. Cheery. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, you know, so I have to think, you know, are stores going to look to take on new brands or are they yeah. only going to stick with, you know, what they know? Yeah, they're going um, to take a risk in this situation. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I, I try not to be too hard on myself. Mm. Um, but yeah, I ex- I expected to be in more more stores by now. And that definitely is is my goal is to have a more global brand. Yeah. Um, in terms of like 
I don't know. I've been quite lucky, really. I don't really get any returns. Mm-hmm. Very few. So I think I'm quite trusted when it comes to like people buying the right size. And obviously, as you know, the lingerie community is very tight knit. Yeah. So everyone's really friendly. And I think that, yeah, I've kind of got those reviews from people about sizing and it's just really helped other people to have the confidence to to buy. Yeah. And I think I'm also like on hand at any point, you know, to ask questions. So. Yeah, I was going to say, because obviously you're such a small team that I'm guessing it is it is just you. There isn't like other people that maybe answer those types of questions and but you are available to if somebody was thinking, Oh, I'm not sure if I'm in between or I've had this experience with a different brand and it was totally wrong and you yeah. are there. Yeah. So yeah, I think people like that as well. You know, they actually get that very personal kind of mm. touch with me. And I think that that is another expectation when I'm thinking about luxury brands. Like, yeah, I would. I it's not just the the item in my hand, but it's also the service along the way and the yeah. connection as well. For me, like, I didn't know. I didn't really like. I wasn't into luxury brands let's say I didn't have the accessibility to it sometimes but love lovely lingerie lowdown like sent me some and, I, and then I started to be able to think more about this because I did used to think more about like I oh, like more in a um I don't know like I didn't think so much about investing and long term I think I was thinking shorter term sometimes and then once I was trying on lingerie and I was able to just see how it made me feel and really feel that difference like I have not felt the difference in lingerie until I was doing this role when I was a presenter for lingerie lowdown and I was seeing so many different things and I could really really tell the difference between the items like posy coming through my door and then when I was going to town to like pick something up for a photo shoot and I was just feeling it thinking oh my I had no idea beforehand um so yeah, a lot of it is like me feeling connection now to the brand as well. Um, mm. and, and I really associate that with with luxury brands. And I like to see things like when you, I know you don't get to maintain it so much, but things like that blog, I thought, oh, that's a really nice touch. I really liked your sustainability page. And I imagine as well, when I look through your social media, like you try and put out a certain connection with the, the, your followers as well. Yeah, I think that was something like really important to me. Uh, I I feel like a lot of brands are really faceless. Like you don't know who's behind it or what they're like. And I think with mine, I really wanted to connect with my audience. And, And I think that is like the way that I've grown my business is through like actually being friends with my customers. Like I, I feel like I'm very much part of the lingerie community. Mm -hmm. Um, is that yeah. why you chose your name to be the brand name as well? I, mean, I just I thought maybe it was Posy because of flowers, so it's quite. But maybe that's also a lot of questions in one here. But <laughs> I was also curious because you've got that glassery background. Was your name also from family that's quite out there as well? <laughs> yeah. So my all my siblings have like quite unique names. Oh really? Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, when it came to naming the brand, I was like, well, I've got a unique name and yeah. it's spelt wrong. So like it should be E-Y. Oh. Um, so it's spelt different as well. So I was like, oh, well, there's no point of me trying to think of something else when I already have. Something unique. unique yeah. That yeah. fits really well. So I was going to ask you as well. Um, you've got an accessories page. Um, I had a little look at that and that was 
some like little suspender or garter belts that were really cute they were like little colors yeah little oh, garters yeah. yeah little garters that were sweet oh yeah they can be attached to the suspender belt yeah right? so yeah so some people don't like wearing stockings mm-hmm. um, especially in the summer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but they yes yeah, they if they want to wear the suspender belt but they don't really like stockings then a little a little it's garter cute. yeah mm. it's really cute and I would say to anyone listening, like, do check out the website to have a little look. Um, and also what I liked about that blog was that it was there were interviews, but there were also photo shoots. So you could really see the lingerie styled a little bit and you can see it on different people, different bodies. Um, so, yeah, the website's great and just really visually pleasing. Um, you said in the in the past, in our um, earlier bit of our podcast, you were talking about how you decided that you were going to become a lingerie designer and go completely down that route. And like, also you were guided that that's a better kind of avenue as well. Um, so you've got kind of like the bras and the pants, the suspenders, the garters. Would you ever consider designing some hosiery, like stockings as well, um, that would match the sets? Um. I haven't really considered it because of the way that like they're made. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am I definitely want to branch out into like bodysuits or something that everyone Ooh. asks me for. So I'm currently designing and kind of mocking that up at the moment. Oh yeah, that would be really interesting. Yeah. So I did do um a slip dress and um like a robe in one collection. So oh, a robe. I back. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, I definitely want to branch out in the future, but it's difficult when I'm doing everything myself. Yeah, of course. And it's getting the balance, isn't it, between the big dreams that you don't want to forget about, but also we can lose sight of the here and now. And then also sometimes we can pressure ourselves because then we're like, I'm not there yet. It's like little steps, isn't it, with a small business? Yeah, definitely. Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 6,000 reviews available online right now. And you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code PODCAST today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. And do you work with other businesses like similar to yours where you kind of support each other or you can like, how do you, because it could could be, you said you're like really in, in the community so you're not too isolated. So tell me a bit more about that. Yeah, so I think... I, when I started the brand, I had a launch event, like an official launch, which I don't think anyone really does. But I wanted to invite kind of bloggers and people in the lingerie community. Um, not a lot of them could come, but it was a really good chance for me to start speaking to people in the community. Um, 
and yeah, I just befriended a lot of them. And then as I've kind of grown the business, um, I modeled for a few campaigns, which I think people kind of like related more to me because they were like, okay, well, she, she's modeling her own stuff. Mm, Um, so that kind of brought more connection there's a few there's a few designers in the community that like I speak to um and we kind of support each other and mm. you know if we've got any questions about something then we kind of talk to each other about it and I think that's again the fashion industry is very like everyone's very secretive and they don't want to give away all of their like yeah you know where their suppliers are and stuff whereas I'm very much like if we could all help each other then it makes our lives easier. It makes all of our brands grow and it's just a better way to be. So Yeah, absolutely. And to trust in what you offer is different and that's enough. Yeah. To be honest, it's similar in modelling as well. You know, there's there can be this kind of secretiveness and sometimes it can be, I don't like to say cattiness because it's like a bit of a like gendered kind of term, but like there can it can, it can sometimes get a bit like that, but it, that's when we're led by fear. And if we're led by like a shared greater goal, then even if somebody was very similar to me in the height and the hair, like this is actually quite unlikely for someone to be truly like me. So I try to remember that if I do get that kind of worry stuff that comes up. Um, But yeah, it can be quite similar, like kind of both sides of it being designer, being a model. Mm. Um, And also if you're, if we're thinking more globally about like your sustainability goals and, you know, doing good for the planet, this kind of secretive way of working or not working with each other doesn't work for that goal either, does it? No. So tell me a little bit more as well. Working outside of the van, do you work there in the studio day to day, or like where do you where do you kind of like have your business if you're in a in a van? <laughs> yeah. So th- this is I'm in my studio now. Um. So yeah, with the van life thing at the moment, like I say, we're not really traveling as such Mm -hmm. we are just kind of living in it but we still have that freedom of like every night we can go somewhere different and for me I am one of those people I really don't like feeling stagnant Mm -hmm. and I could literally move every year to a different location like that wouldn't it wouldn't phase me yeah yeah um I I'm not one for like routine like Uh I I like a certain amount of routine, but I like to, I don't feel inspired if I'm in kind of like one place. Yeah. You like change. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, next year, that will be the true test of how the business works. Mm -hmm. I've got a few friends that are going to send out orders for me Mm -hmm. um, and kind of deal with the kind of like operationsy side of things. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, best of luck with that. Um, we've talked a bit about the different um, sets that you've got. Um, have you got a favourite? Ooh, it's like asking who my favourite child is. <laughs> <laughs> they, I have, fa- like, I don't know, I go through stages of liking each one for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So for this new collection, um, when I made Hydrangea, I was like, I love Hydrangea. That's my favourite one. Um, Obviously, like, blues go... I, like, suit blue quite well. So, I don't know. I felt like that was kind of my one. And for our listeners, it suits you because... Because, obviously, I can see you, so I can tell why. So, tell us a bit about why the blue suits you, then. So, I'm a redhead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
so blues and greens are kind of like the colors that I wear mostly yeah, yeah gorgeous I'm wearing color. blue now <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah I fell in love with that one when I, I put it on the mannequin and I was like that is my favorite I've ever designed then I created poppy and I was like oh yeah that looks really good then during the photo shoot when the model came out in Meadowbound I was like oh wow like that looks so good on her so it's like I don't know each it depends on I think different people wearing it and seeing it in different like kind of ways different moods that we carry as well you know sometimes I want to wear lingerie and I want to feel like um actually you talk about this in in, on the website about I want to know more about the divine femininity that you mentioned so let's box that because let's talk about that in a second because that's really interesting um but sometimes I want to feel very girly and very free and like quite flirty and a little bit fun and that might be the vibe that I'm going for so I'll pick out certain types of underwear for that and then other times I feel quite like serious like A to B or like quite active and there'll be certain things that I want to wear for that and other times I want to be like very sultry and tap into that more classical sexy side maybe a bit vintagey and so yeah. yeah it's also the mood that you're bringing to the lingerie as well yeah definitely and I noticed as well with Meadowbound daisies maybe I'd have connotations of spring for that however the choice that you've made with the green and the the depth of I don't know how to describe that type of green really because it's not like I don't know it's like a dark a dark emeraldy green I guess but it's not quite it's I don't know if emerald's right but basically because it's that darker green it takes it from spring to more like autumn winter as well so I get what you mean about how you've considered the color palette yeah definitely like I think I kind of imagine like a meadow at sunset so it's kind Mm. of like that very dark Mm, gorgeous color yeah yeah so it really depends like you say then I guess on the mood that you've got to what's your favorite one um yeah and maybe what else you're wearing that day as well yeah exactly but yeah it's I like how is it Dahlia is that how you say that um Dahlia yeah Dahlia I'm really getting my a sounds differently well, I don't know if it I call it Dahlia it might be Dahlia <laughs> <laughs> who knows we just we say it how we like but it's they look almost like shells a little bit the way that the just looking at that picture the way that it kind of like blossoms out it's almost like I can see like how shell shapes would also work in this bra but then you did say earlier that you're you're going (laughs) maybe I'm touching up on something there (laughs) I'll be excited to see um but yeah oh and I do agree like blues and greens and reds are like my favorite colors as well so I mean the presenter um the presenter the listeners might be familiar with me presenting already but yeah so I'm a blonde at the moment although I did have green hair not that long ago. Um, But I'm generally blonde uh, and I'm pretty fair-skinned generally as well. Um, So, yeah, those also like the colour palettes for me. But I can see that you've got some models with some different ethnicities and they look amazing with different um, colours and stuff with the hair combo. So, yeah, really gorgeous. Um, Also, do you try to be very sort of like accessible with your sizing? Like how does that work with a small business but also making sure that you're kind of ticking the boxes there? Yeah, so I started off with a core size range. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we look at like the knickers, it started as, you know, a UK size six to 16. Um, and then as I've 
grown the brand, I've added an extra size. So it now goes to a size 20 in the UK. Oh, and the wow, bra, yeah. I've added a new size on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so because I make a lot of stuff myself, I was able to kind of add an extra size, see how it goes. Now that the brand's grown, I know that those sizes, you know, have started to sell more. So I can, you know, increase it. So I think, yeah, as time goes on, I'll add more sizes when when the customer base grows. And uh, somebody could contact you as well, couldn't they, and sort of like discuss things, I suppose, and let them, like if they were feeling like they might not quite fit into the, the general just see what might be possible in future yeah I mean I've made custom custom bras that are you know bigger sizes and you know I've said you know they're not tested on anyone so I can't guarantee that they'll offer you much support or you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you know most people are kind of wearing my stuff not necessarily for support but just for feeling pretty I suppose so yeah yeah I mean these are very delicate pieces they're not like you're going to necessarily go out I mean it does say that you what's it say on the website that oh festival looks so maybe you can have a little bop at a festival but I would I wouldn't be wearing posy to the gym let's say no 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 no. um so tell me as I said earlier about the divine femininity I just think it's such an interesting term because I see that more and more on on social media I see more of us more people talking about connection with that I see it in the meditation like wellness community um so yeah it says about harnessing your unique divine femininity I was like oh that sounds interesting yeah so I always felt like when I was younger I was more kind of on the tomboyish side I guess Mm -hmm. um usually my friends are like a group of lads I say um but fashion um is really the side of me that I feel like ultra girly like Mm -hmm. that that's where yeah like I feel really feminine um and I've had customers that are also like male and they've said the same thing like lingerie for them is where they get to harness their kind of feminine side of themselves mm-hmm. um so yeah that's something that like was really important to me to get across yeah. and the other side is like you said in the wellness kind of section I'm very into like my spiritual practices so yeah. Yeah. that very much again ties in with you know how I how I live my life yeah um I was really curious then when you said about the different people buying the laundry you said about men is that correct? And you said yeah. about how they were also buying it to tap into that, buying yeah. it because we have we have a broad like range of, of different people that that um, are part of the lingerie lo- lowdown community. Um, so are we talking about men who would also wear that lingerie. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, wow! So yeah. how does that work with the sizing of stuff like that? They they typically just buy buy the normal kind of range that I have. Mm-hmm. Um. I've been asked to do customs before, but I, I've actually not done any customs. They usually just kind of go ahead and buy what's already available. Um, yeah. And I've never, they've never come back to me and said that they've had any problems with it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. perhaps your size guide on the website is good enough to be able to work out your measurements and yeah. then can go from there. That's so interesting. So, yeah, what a lovely thing as well that, that, that people, you know, anyone can feel that they can tap into that side and um and and use your brand for that and and connect like that that's amazing oh such lovely stuff well and um, Paisley we've been speaking for 
way more than like we initially <laughs> maybe planned for, which is so lovely. I am a really big fan. I'm really excited to see what else you might create. I'd love to see like those new collections when they come out. So we have come to the very end of our podcast. Posey, thank you so much for joining me. Um, It has been so lovely, genuinely so lovely chatting with you. And I feel that we have a lot of um, shared values, actually, on the veganism. Um, We both come from quite hippie towns. So, yeah, I've I've really felt like I have really resonated with you. And I've really enjoyed um, the time that we've had together. Thank you so much. Do you want to tell us um, how to find you? and your socials so anyone who's listening can have a little check out of all of that yeah so all my social medias are at posy lingerie and my website is posylingerie.com thank you so much and listeners if you would like to watch a review of some posy lingerie and we purchased a set and it has gone up on the website so it's already there you can have a little look at the lingerie lowdown website and you can see my review i hope you have a beautiful rest of your day And um, yeah, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys, all in the best possible taste, of course. With over 6,000 published reviews online, we are the number one review site and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.